Episode number 99 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you're sitting in your, on your desk, not on your desk, on your, on your desk chair with your, your fancy, your fancy shirt on and no idea if you've got any pants on, but I'm hoping you do. So, what's, what's, reveal what's, uh, what's down below, Tom. So, as, well, good evening, listeners. As I was explaining to Kyle beforehand, that this is, Working from home life. Usually I would work, finish work about half past five, get in the car, drive home, dial into TRS. But now it's work, ch- literally stay at the same desk, change over laptops and TRS. And as I've shown Kyle, that I've now moved to having a pretty... I'm on VC uh, most of the day at work with meetings and stuff, so I'm in a, a nice uh, either jumper or shirt up top, Metro Aberdeen joggers on bottom, because nobody <laughs> ever sees what's on bottom. <laughs> Well, at least they've got bottoms on. I'm sitting here in my pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> at least they're not on a Facebook Live this time. So hopefully, yeah, uh, exactly. we're, we're back to normality for, well, for one week only. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm a bit sad not to see the Chewy hat come back after oh, it was so popular. The, the amount of pelters I got, you know, <laughs> Jesus, I've, I've, I've threw it back in the the closet again. Eh, Jesus, oh. no, I, I was, I'm light and proud. Uh, I'm, uh, with my wee baby Chewbacca hat. Now I want to. Review, I didn't mention why I've actually got a, a Chewbacca hat. My cat is called Princess Chewbacca. But can uh, I just say, have you you've never seen any Star Wars films, correct? I have actually. Oh, you have now. Okay. But I haven't right. seen the new ones. I've, oh, yeah, I've only okay. seen. Uh, although Disney Plus is uh, sitting there waiting for me. Um, I've, I, I, I remember. I watched the old ones. The, okay. the, the, the the original classics. ones. You know the classics. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so I do have to get back on it and. Uh, yeah, get get watching the new ones, eh? Exactly. So, uh, well, so I'm so I'm now. I say I'm working from home, and I'm I'm getting on with that. How are you? You're uh, how's life with you? Well, just working from home, Tom. Like, what, how are you finding sitting in your arse for for eight nine hours a day? I'm obviously you do that anyway. I, I th- I'd imagine you do back in you know back in the workplace. But are you are you doing your exercises? Are you doing mobility? Are you are you doing more exercise because you're working at home, or are you finding it easier to to work out? Are you finding your tell tell us about it. Tell us how your 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 well your well your wellness is your well being. How are you feeling? So it's funny you should ask that, right? So I'm used to having a. a I'm fortunate enough that at work I've got a standing desk, right? So I I tend to stand most of the day. Now I'm sitting at a, a you know like everyone else hunched over a. Uh, I'm not actually quite lucky. I've got a desk at home to work at, but I'm sat down. And last weekend, I had a real issue in my knee. It suddenly like flared up, and I spoke to our good friend and physio James Cookshank, and I got some exercise. And it was, I think it was like everything was quite tight in the front of the hip. We did a sort of virtual touch point with him, which was cool. Um, so I've now started stretching like every couple of hours. I've also started doing rolling my hip and all that, just and just to try and. Loosen it, um, roll in the front of the quad as well. And also, I've been doing, unla- I mentioned this on TRS Live, Unlace the Brace, which is a, uh, a James Cruikshank spear uh, physiotherapy-led um, daily uh, sort of program for, like, mainly based around the foot. It's seven, I'm doing it at 7.45 every morning. It's, on, it's a remote class, 20 minutes. It's great. A really good way to start the day and, and to get that... Uh, that done so i'm at the moment i'm doing so so how fine. do people find uh how do people find the, the unlace brace how can they how can so, they join so if you look up physio run on instagram or facebook you will find james's profile now i think that the two classes are full at the moment i may not i may be incorrect but so check maybe the spaces come up 
There's a class at 7 a.m. and a class at 7.45, I think. Um, but look them up. I think it's great. It's it's 30 days through every single day through April. And, yeah, it's good. It's just a nice little focus. Cause I'm also trying to do, like, you know, this whole, now I'm working from home, I can do things like this. I'm trying to, can I, you know, once every day, break from my desk and do a plank, you know. Just, why not? Try and work on the core, uh, press-ups, all this, just to try and do stuff that are used to be weaknesses, you know. It's a, I mean... I, I, you know, for me anyway, I, I find it is a perfect opportunity to do the things that you yeah, never did before because I do have a little bit more time. I'm wanting to balance it with family time as well. But uh, yeah, you're right, course. you know, like getting the band out and doing some, you know, just random squats of mobility and foam rolling and just every few minutes while you're working would be so great. You're obviously, you obviously, you're qualified to give this sort of advice. So what would you suggest to people who are now at home? And even if they worked, they were sat at a desk all day before and they're now sat at a desk all day, but at home, so there's not much change. Now that they've got the opportunity to, to take, to have all their home stuff next to them, what would you suggest they do to break well, up the day? Not only as a as a runner, but just, uh, you know, as, as someone working in that, your own work environment and stuff, just be look at what you're doing, look at where you're working and, Make sure that your your workstation is set up correctly. Um, I mean, you can, I'm not going to go into all the different uh, things that you should do, but you know, make sure you've got a nice, comfortable seat, armrest. Make sure that the the height of your screen's at the appropriate height, eye level. Um, you know, make sure you've got a mouse that's you know, and a keyboard, and don't just sit sit on your sofa and work on a laptop. You, you it's going to oh, it wouldn't do you any favors whatsoever, especially for eight nine days every day for four or five days a week you know you know the big problem i find is so i so at the moment i'm getting up about i get up about seven eight to the so i need to sort some stuff out of work at half past seven so get on that jump on that 7:45. i'm into the 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 class with james which is cool and then by like between quarter past and half past eight i'm i'm at my desk and i'm there all day and i go down and get a coffee at the kitchen come back up go and get lunch that sort of thing so you know, I'm not walking around at all. Like my step count is, is like absolutely <coughs> died to death. And because we're not supposed to leave the house more than once a day, apart from and Fiona has been doing our weekly shop, so I'm not even doing that. I'm I'm now I go for a run. And that's the only time I stretch my legs. So I need to really start getting into the habit of either doing a lap of the garden or a lap of the a lap of the um the kitchen or something. Because it's honestly I'm just feeling so like just uh, cooped up. Well, I think you need to, you know, I, I always find, put some alarm, you know, some sort of like alarm clock or, you know, a night look, a schedule for five, ten minutes recurring every hour and just use that time every five, ten minutes and do something with it. You know, do a walk or do like, you know, a plank for a couple of minutes or do some squats, ten jump squats, three sets of or, or like mm. do some mobility work, like vary it, just do it five, ten minutes a day. And, and at least if you are, you know, you don't have a correct workstation assessment, because I get there's going to be people who haven't got anything, you know, not just a laptop and they're not going to have an appropriate workstation. Um, but in terms of the workstation, like look up YouTube and I'm sure not all things are great on or accurate on YouTube, but look at something that's you know, our workstation assessment, speak to your employer and, and ask them if you can do a virtual workstation assessment. Because it, re- it is really important as a non-runner, but also as a runner, more as a runner if, you, if you're looking to be training and getting quicker and things, because, you know, you will, if you're, you, your necks, you know, your shoulders are hunched over and your your necks, you're, you're leaning to in, into the computer and your, your hips are moving down as well. You're in this 
put you're not in a neutral position, that's going to cause you problems in the long term uh, when it comes to running. Not only running, but just in your your postural. Mm. Um, yeah, deal with that. Obviously, I'm quite lucky. My employer, they were very good. They've sent us out a a, de- a, a big ass monitor. So at least then I can I'm not hunched over a laptop because that is not good for you. See, oh, I mean, no. and actually, to be fair, I'm. I'm whinging a wee bit. I'm fortunate if I've got a desk, got space. I really feel for folk who are having to work at the kitchen table or breakfast bar or coffee table. You know, you need to... Last, I was I actually stacked up. We've got a bunch of, um, like, storage boxes. I stacked them off my desk last week to make a makeshift uh, standing desk because I knew I was going to be in a, a VC meeting for about an hour and I was like, I can't sit. I need to stand and do it. And it was... So I guess you just need to look at what you can do. Fiona's been suggesting I should use our... Like, our dress... One of our... Um, the dressing table. Chest of, ch- chest of drawers. Which is <laughs> the makeup all, table, eh? We've got a chest of drawers, which has got our makeup stuff on it, which is about <laughs> chest height for me. So I'm going to put the laptop on there next week, or this week, and start for any long calls I've got. Because, yeah, it's grim. And also, like, it's just the, again, we're talking about things you can't do. I would, you know, I thought when we went into lockdown, well, you know, look at the positives, more time in my hands and get a run before work because of a commute. Because you can't do that. You know, you can't. You can't. I would love to be getting out two or three times. Um, anyway, and I, I feel I see, at least yeah. I've got a garden. Oh yeah, well that's true. You've got a garden, and just do some lappies around there. You know, you'll be absolutely fine. So and on that uh, point, right? Well, what, I'm, on... I'm going to go back to old man Dave. He's got a stand. He's got a treadmill walking desk. I, I saw. see that. I do you know. I uh, <laughs> I was very impressed. I've actually looked up that online. That people. That's brilliant. It's brilliant. You just walk all day. Yeah. That's the yeah. dream. Oh, Dave, Dave, Dave Andrews, and he goes back to work. He's going to be a, he's going to be an animal, you know. Do you know they yeah. talk about the way the, work, the way things are going to change? Actually, I see that you can buy these like walking mats. You just walk on it, and it, it like it's not a treadmill. There's no like control or like or mount in front of you. It's just like the belt essentially. And it, I don't think it's even powering. You just walk and it moves around. I was thinking you could just take that to your office. Like, oh. wh- wh- why couldn't you? That'd be brilliant. But yeah. then you need a standing desk, wouldn't you? Yeah, good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah. Or, or a makeup drawer. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, but wow. I think, I think anyway, but it's all it's all really interesting to see how people are adapting. Um, And I think, yeah, it's, it's gonna, definitely going to change. And we, we're going to be in for a few more weeks of this, I, th- I suspect. But on the point about, you're talking about... um. Lappies of the garden. <laughs> what is? We'll come to the virtual relays, which are which have become the, the coolest and the most uncool thing in about in the space of two days. But one thing that um, I've noticed a lot of people are doing in the weekend, which I don't understand, is why is everyone doing a marathon or an ultra in the garden? This <laughs> What's all that about? You can still. Know. Last time I checked, there's no rules that you have to stay in your garden. Like, yeah. I don't understand that. Honestly, I mean, the first thing some bloke did, did it on his balcony, and now as we talked about in TRS, and now everyone's out. I, I mean, I, am I missing something? <laughs> Why? What's impressive about that? Maybe, maybe it's maybe they want to abide by you know, stay at home and literally stay at home and not go out at all. Wow. But I, d- I doubt, I doubt the people who are, you know do lappies around the garden are are staying c- completely quarantined in their home though. So, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you're right. I mean, uh, I suppose it depends on where you stay. Like, if you, well, I mean, I was going to say, if you stay in London, where it's, re- you know, unfortunately, it's absolutely plagued with coronavirus at the moment. People can't. I was going to say, people go in their gardens. Most people wouldn't have a garden in London, but, yeah. uh, but I, I don't know. It depends on the, the location as well. I saw, I, mean, folk, I saw folk doing it in Aberdeen. 
<laughs> who I know. I mean, like just I went out for. I mean, I'm going to be quite honest here, rightly or wrongly. I went out for 20 miles yesterday, and I went out. I went all the way. I went all the way out to Denecht. You know, I, I saw you know, that. How the hell did you get to Denecht from your house? Just Jeez, oh. Well, the roads are so quiet at the moment. You can, it's pretty good for just run on the roads. But <laughs> so, and I, you know, I get some people will say the risk. Oh, the risk is what happens if you get hurt or you have to call an ambulance. You're drained on. The, I don't believe. I I, I think. Right now, I can tell you, me going for a 20-mile run did contributed no, had no increased contribution to risk of spreading coronavirus. I'm I'm sure of it. So that is that means I don't need to be doing 20 miles laps on or 20 laps on a garden. Not I, I wish I had a mile garden. Jesus. <laughs> but then you would you not just like do like a, a two three mile 50k loop or marathon loop or something rather than like yeah. just lappies around your garden i know i know it depends on where you stay i mean we're you know we're lucky that we stay in afford and we go out and you see one or two folk if that i mean at the moment there's a little bit more people walking about but um mm. you know generally speaking we can go out and for example like last week we we were like right we want to do we want to do an interval session what we'll do it was like 12 by 500 meters or something like that and we're going to do it around one of the parks and then we're like well there's actually a lot of dog walkers about there the chances of, and we, you, you know, when you're running towards something, you won't be in there walking. They might get a bit scared and, you know, panic and, you know, seeing a, a person breathing heavily. So we were like, right, let's go to a location where we know people won't be walking or running. So we find this mm-hmm. isolated spot and we, we both went out um, and, and we just did like parlor sessions with, with Logan and the buggy. Oh, nice. Uh, it worked really well. It was brilliant. That's a, cool That's a cool way to do it. Yeah, and not not one person in sight, Tom. It was it was brilliant. So nice. uh, so yeah, so we're going to continue doing that, and uh, and and again, we've been you know enjoying uh, all these. I say we've been enjoying these virtual challenges. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on these challenges, eh? Well, there's also you know, a bit. I I went. I, quite, I I I like them, but I, I don't know. I'm 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 getting. Why are they all? Why are they all at once? Like, well, I, I don't. Why is there two Scottish virtual championships and? A British, what? What's the? I'm I'm so confused. So what the Harry's the Harry's one is not official in any way. They've called it the Scottish Virtual Relays. It's a great initiative from the Harry's, but yeah. it's not. It's it's a it's a it, it counts for nothing, and it's most. I mean, I see that. Uh, I mean, I see Jamie Crow ran for Dundee Hawks. You know, I like see that's, that. <laughs> it, it's just it's just basically putting your own team. There's no officialness to it. Whereas the national one, the English is. It seems to have been given. It seems I don't actually know if this is the case, apart from the fact it's got an online entry. But it seems to have some kind of credibility, and there's a live leaderboard with some pretty impressive times in there. And then you've now got this coming weekend the Scottish Athletics one, which is three by ten, three by five k. Now I'm keen to run them all. You know, on the weekend I was genuinely excited to have a reason to run. Do you know what? I, who I cannot be arsed running a hard ten k. <laughs> but then I don't know. <clears throat> running a hard five k is hard, though, isn't it? Like, uh, but do you know the biggest thing is finding a loop. Like I'm, I, I think that the way the Dundee Hawks boys have run a point to point with a bit with a tailwind. Now, I guess that is there's nothing in the rules to say you can't do it. Um, but I don't know. I kind of. I think I'm I'm a bit annoyed with my loop. I see you did an out and back. I did an out and back, but I was I was hung over a hell, eh? I, I I ended up stopping twice. Did you? <laughs> you look at my lapse time. It was, 
it was like sixteen twenty nine or something. Is that right? I noticed that, but I thought perhaps you you like start you started the watch and then start running. Ah, so you had to stop twice. Ah, so. I just uh, I just didn't have it. Uh, I just I was shite. But um, but it wasn't it was like it was because it was point to point. You, you, we had like you know the we okay you had the uh, the wind was like at this weird angle, so it just uh, I was just annoyed. I just didn't feel feel ready for it, but um, De- Debbie on the other hand, she 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 ran a an eight you know two or something like that. I thought so. it was a very good run, really. Yeah, it was quite quite good. And, and um, but yeah, it was yeah it was, it was good. And, uh, and Fiona, which a boy. Yeah, Fiona I mean, as well, it was great. The thing is, like, I mean, Fiona's in she she's in great she's in great shape, and she's one of these people who are obviously very frustrated to not have their target races coming up because she's in really good shape. I think she would, would, yeah. would have smashed London, but I guess this is, these races count for nothing because it's a GPS. I mean, but to be fair, Fiona, Fiona's run a legit point, not point to point. She's run laps and that is a, that lap is, I mean, it's up and it's undulating. Um, so I think she's, I, I would, I hope that we get a 5k soon that she can actually, or oh, yeah. whatever. So she can actually run well. Cause she's, I think she's in really good shape. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think I, I just I'm kind of like uh, I'm I'm I've gone from being excited about them to now being like oh, actually, the minute you realise that they count for nothing, you kind of think oh, how how motivated are I? I was so motivated on Saturday <laughs> yeah. morning, and I I didn't have the greatest of runs to be honest, and I came back a bit like a bit deflated, you know, like I was a like, bit like that. I was a bit like that on Saturday, so I uh, I took it upon myself today, Tom, to to run another five k. Yeah. Oh right. And uh I'm not gonna lie. There was a there was a wee bit of a tailwind. Not not much, but because it was a lot of it was quite sheltered. But like, uh, no, check I'll, I'll, check right, it out. Before eh? I look at his route, I'm gonna say it's windy as hell today, right? Yeah. It is a 20 mile an hour winds today. Let me look at this route. Oh, it's a point to point though. I'm not is gonna it? lie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you got it's you you got a little bit of the tailwind. Well, you got quite a lot in the first mile, and then the second. Second two miles, you're in the woods, so you don't really get that much. But it was slightly more down than than up. So, okay. Look at that. Fifteen thirty. Fifteen thirty. Yeah. He's, nice. he's, and but then I'm but saying. Not, I, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to rain on your parade. But is that not just a faster route? It is a faster route. So ah, I see. Okay. So is no. It, so my question is. It's definitely a faster route because the route on Saturday was we had to turn twice. We had ah, to go right, okay. in, into the wind uphill on, on one of the way backs, but uh, that's a nice looking it, route you've done today. It was a nice wee route. I it was, it was uh, but I mean, I, I did work. I was just like you on Saturday. I was a bit deflated after like stopping twice and feeling like shite. So I wanted to go back out and give it, a, give it, give it, give it larder, you know. That looks that is a nice looking route. So the um, well, you've got some comments on here, cropping. Oh yeah, so I cropped it. So what I did was I went from like I wanted to make sure that you know in your GPS if you go if you don't go to three point one one or you go to three point one one it might average it down. Ah right, okay, yeah. I see there's a few people at three point one zero, so you missed out your your two meters, folks. So, um, but uh, anyway, I I, uh, should be yeah. I I ended up running like three point one six or something, so I had to crop some of it. But uh, then right, I was okay. like, I, I was hoping to God that I didn't crop it too much because you can't undo it. And it oh, goes really? okay. like 8.10. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. I, I managed to to crop it right to 3.12. So are you... 1.1, I think. 
So yeah. knowing that, knowing my question to you in the Hawks then. So knowing the penalties I took for a tailwind at Lossy, how what's the position on this then? Well, I, I'm, I like I said, there's a tailwind. I wasn't going. I'm not going to lie. There's definitely a tailwind. But I don't care. I don't care <laughs> it because it's not a PB. It doesn't. It doesn't go in power. What is your end? Yeah, I, exactly. But I it, wonder. So on that, I was wondering. Do you? Because I was saying to Fiona. Because obviously she's like, God, I wish I could. I wish this was a 5K. So I, anyway, she. Who knows how what the distance was? But do you think there's an opportunity for Strava for Power 10 to introduce a virtual? category so like v5k that is like i mean because if we're, who I, knows I, don't know, no, I, I disagree because i'm not you know if you were to run around a, a running track right and you were to yeah. do a 5k around the running track you would be guaranteed to get a personal best guaranteed even if you haven't ran for half a year you definitely get a pb true because if you if you go by the gps i mean okay if you were to look at it um, if you were to really analyse the route, if, knowing that it's 400 metres, you would see that they've they've only done uh, like they've done a, half a lap less than they should do because uh, it yeah, just yeah. doesn't it doesn't pick up that well. So it, it kind of goes to the outside of the the route. So that's why it thinks mm. it's done its um, uh, 5k. Like if you ever if, see, if you yeah. ever if you if there's anyone you're like I mean I, I don't want to you know. I, as you say, raining, raining your parade, or raining a, anyone's parade. But if you're not sure, then just look at the laps and look at where your your man is. Yeah. Your man and see where he goes. If he's exactly to the point of where you ran, then it's fairly accurate. But if he's not, then there's a little bit of discrepancy there. But it's only a bit of fun, folks. You know, just exactly, enjoy it. Exactly. You know, no and point. Do- don't compare anyone else's times. Just just use it as a benchmark for your own, because you'll just end up, you know. Going, oh, he, he uh, beat his time, or I didn't get close to that her her time, or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Every route's different, and you've got think, the wind as well, you know. So just just enjoy it. Use it as a time trial. Use it as a gauge of of keeping you motivated and running, and 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 you know, it's just a bit of fun, folks. Eh? And I think exactly. And I think this is a good example. It's obviously gotten you out to run a five. Actually, me as well. I wouldn't have probably done a five k like flat out on the weekend. So it got me doing that. It was a bit of interest. Um, and yeah, I think good on Harry's doing it. Scottish Athletics. Um, uh, you know, we've got one more week of this UK lockdown. We suspect they'll extend it probably till I don't know end of April. If we look at the peak. Looks like we've still got a couple of weeks to go yet on coronavirus cases and, and deaths. Um, so yeah, there's going to be. We're not going to be racing till June. So do you think what else could clubs be doing in terms of to keep people? Fresh. I'm to be honest. I'm actually. I've been reflecting on this. I was thinking. I'm happy just to get my head down and train. To be honest, but I think some people need that racing. I mean, look at like park one. So, what else could people do apart from virtual relays? Strava hunting, folks. Create more Strava routes mm. in there. You know, create even even create routes that you you do your, You know, you know no one else will do. Uh, ones that are secluded and and give yourself a wee a wee cheeky wee time trial. You know. I tell you what I need to do is I still need to, I'm going to go up to uh, I need to get up to Brimmon Hill to take down Cal Gregg <laughs> while he's while he's incapable of coming to Brimmon Hill. <laughs> yeah, uh, although it's not me, it's uh, Ben Huggins, you say. He's got Huggins, the... yeah. Well, he's in he's in first place. You're in second. But if I can at least climb above you, that would be a that would be oh, a good result. Wait until this lockdown uh, is is uh, is is uplifted, or um, I'll be I'll be right right back in Brimmon, Tom. I mean, if I can if I can if I can uh, go in front of you on a hill. I mean, that is the that's just 
poking the tiger. To be honest, though, like the way you bounce up hills, you, you're a bouncer. You know, we've always said this. You bounce yeah. and you run. You, you're the, you're like the, the a dream. You know, a dream running technique. The way well, you, you bounce up I'm, these hills. You're like, you're like Tigger. You say that, but I think it's, uh, it's surely it's inefficient. Well, not if you're running up a hill. You're bouncing true, up the hill. Yeah, true. Maybe true. that's uphill only races is your forte, you know? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. But I think, um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm uh, running wise. I feel a bit like uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still getting out because it's really good to get out. But I would say I'm, I'm start, starting to kind of lack a bit of uh, motivation. And I guess the problem is not knowing when we're going to race. Because if you know, I was listening to some podcasts and some of them were saying, "Oh yeah, there's no way we're going to be, there's not going to be any major events till 21." Right? If that was the case, and you found that out now, I think I would just be like, "Sod this for a couple of months." I'm not going to lie though, like, I mean, I, I'm not, again, if we said this is when all this happened, I'm not an expert, but I can't see London happening in October. I, hope, I pray that you're wrong. I understand your logic. I think, I I mean, think anyone who's postponed their race till July, I mean, I saw the Monument Mile when Mikey Wright, we've been recording an interview with Mikey Wright a couple weeks ago. We're looking forward to getting him on next week. Uh, it's an interesting interview. Um, and yeah, we're talking about the Monument Mile. I fear they've they've pulled that forward too early. July. Yeah, I mean that's that's not as many people as many True. runners. Like fifty thousand people in in the September what, October is it? Yeah. That's not that long ago. But that's not is, that long, really. Yeah, I mean, but, and I, I agree with you. But at the same time, that would suggest in that case you're saying that the Premier League football won't be coming back till then. Well, it might it might it might not be, but there might be less. Crowds, or they might have to one seat apart, or something, or two seats apart, and or maybe no, no spectate. I mean, they have to make money somehow. But what about if they went London? They went. But they brought, do you know what's interesting? So Tokyo in twenty one now, the Olympics is pushed back to July twenty twenty one. I wonder because London, you got to wonder whether London they could knock on the head in October and say, right, there's no London Marathon this year. Although financially, what a hit that would be for them. Oh, right. it'd be a massive hit. And it's been for Huge. charities as well, which is yeah, a shame. Yeah, I know. It is a shame. Like I, I hope it all I hope it does go ahead. I'm not being Yeah. But I just so I've got an entry. Are you gonna do London now? I don't know. About, I, we we were gonna enter but we decided not to. But we did have the entry code, we just didn't okay. enter. So is that still can you still use that or do you think you would do something different than the year? Um Assuming the calendar is goes back live from say August onwards, we're back to normal. I think that's a dream situation, but anyway, let's say that's the case. I'm definitely going to. What would you do, or what I, other events would you do? There's a few ultras happening. There's Mozart still apparently going ahead in June, but it might get. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that is the most I think flights race organized <laughs> yeah, ever heard. I think flights are still like are getting cancelled in June, and people are like, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I, they, 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 um, they, they did mention they might push it to September, but. Uh, I don't know. Like, if if that's the case, I would like to do Mozart again. Uh, there's mm-hmm. the the World Hundred K champs has been postponed. Oh yeah. So I mentioned that before. That's a pain. Uh, but the they they are the British Hundred K champs has been pushed to twenty third of September. Okay. You might... that? Have you got a wedding that day? Is that? Don't tell me that wedding you you were going to go. Oh, to that's postponed to that's, the that's same been... day. Oh no, I don't think so. I think it's in fact it's October. Oh, I don't know. I think it's October. That would be hilarious. It? <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Um, so that's uh, you know that's the British Hundred K champs in September. Might look at doing that one, but uh, yeah, it all depends really. But I think for me and for probably most runners, 
I think you need to be looking at getting in shape in August, September. And, and, and you know, I'm sure, you know, as as the time, as as things progress, time goes goes by, we'll, we'll, we'll get a better understanding as to whether or not these events are going to go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I ba- hope, I mean, yeah. basically, get yourself ready for August, September, October, folks. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a while away. Anyway. It might be that the races are, is, they're not mass participation ones, they're smaller events. Yeah. That might be one of the things, you know, you can have events that are less than 500 runners or, um, and, you know, God, that would totally different... change, that would change the landscape of the running. Yeah. Completely. I, I mean, surely it'll, yeah, it will, maybe, maybe it doesn't, big ones don't come back until 2021. 20, yeah. But then what's an allowable number? That's the, that's, you know, for me, if you're allowing 100, you're allowing 500 people to come together. I mean, just takes one. It just takes one. One, exactly. one person. Yeah. You know? I mean, at London, right? Once London. Yeah, I guess I was going to say I'm not in touch with. I'm not close to all fifty thousand, forty thousand people. But I guess the difference is that I'm one guy who may be in touch with close to ten. I don't know. And we'll see. I'm sure there's smarter people than us looking at it. Um, yeah. Exactly. So anyway, that's that's our our. So yeah, I mean, what an interesting week we've had. Not that much. Um, virtual racing. Um, we're both Kyle and I both run for the the Scottish. We've got the national one going at the moment. The Scottish ones this weekend, the Scottish Flex ones. Do you think you'll do a? Uh, I mean, a, now that you've clocked a fast five k, you're surely gonna have to bash out a solid ten k for Metro. I don't know. I need to find it down. I'm joking. I tell <laughs> to see what the weather's like, Tommy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What, what's the? What? How's that work? Is it the top twelve? Top twelve. Uh, Top six I, I, males, top six females, is it? I, th- I think so. So I know. I mean, our, I know from our from a club side, the captains are going to be organising that. So I need to chase them up, see what the score there is. But um, because I might not get the team. You see? Oh, mate, you'll be getting the team. Well, they might they might pick. I might not be fast enough for the ten k or the five k. Well, no, no, it, well, no, it's three and three, so you can go in one. Yeah, but should I don't know. I don't know anyway. who. Anyway, we can offline chat this. Exactly. Yeah. So I, anyway, I'm going to do it. I'm going to. I will do. I actually, yeah, I'm. I'm quite up for it because I really want another bash at 5k. Um, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I feel like I can go quick. Hungry for more. Yeah, well, I wasn't feeling so great on Saturday morning, and um, I'm not going to. Excuses are interesting but irrelevant. I ran 16:13. It is what it is. So I'll, I'll see. Worst case, it's worst case. It's where I. It is where I'm at, and the goal is to get under 16. Um, by the the end of summer um the other thing but the other thing we've had going which we should we'll talk about is it was that we also we were ahead of the game we amongst all this virtual racing nonsense trs training peaks 5k was announced early on and actually so the good thing is a bunch everyone's now all these people have done these relays are instantly in the mix did they did they not have to share um to share it though eh? they did have to share it so I've I've actually done a I've got I've done a random it's genuinely a random draw of all the names that have been in. Fantastic. And, uh, we so, do a little drum roll. Yeah, so if you give it the drum roll, the winner of the TRS Training Peaks 5K and the six month Training Peaks Premium membership is Sam Milton. Sam Milton, yeah, yeah. there you go. Congratulations, Fantastic, Sam. Fantastic, Sam. Well done. So Sam is a Sam's a local lad. Sam's actually a mate of ours. Um, I mean, I would accept a mate to get it. If if one of our wives had come out with it, I think we would have had to put it back in the pot. But um, yeah, I'm delighted for Sam's got it. Sam's also actually a guy who started doing a bit of duathlon, so he's a uh, he will absolutely eat up the training peaks, I'm sure. 
Well, that's great news. I'm glad you know, you better put it to good news. Good news anyway. Exactly, and actually, so in terms of we don't we we thought we wouldn't have any running results, but do you know what? We're going to be able to actually talk about the. We might as well give the results of the virtual relays. So there was the virtual relays. We'll start with the women's side because it was won by the Metro ladies, which was quite a a nice uh, result. Um, I'll just bring up the post now. They were that team was comprising of. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I've, I thought I had it to put hand and I didn't. Is it your, your wife? If you're on my that. wife, yeah. Well, on you go. You've got them. Go. I, for I it. don't. I don't have them at all. All I'm, right. This is even more shambolic than I Actually, we haven't, talk, we haven't even talked about the TRS Facebook Live, actually. Well, that, we didn't reflect on that, but we'll, oh, back to, we'll come back to that. Right. Let's just move on, mate. I've, I've got, I have got these results in place. So, the and the women's, it was a win for Metro, which was a, a team comprising of Fiona Bryan, 16-37, Nicola Gold, uh, this is in no order, 18-31, Ginny Brand, 17-11, and Nicola McDonald, 19-07. Now, unfortunately, Debbie's not made a team because your memberships <laughs> were not updated at the time. But I understand you've since updated. We, we have updated them. We, uh, well, we're like, we, to be honest, we, we kind of were like, it's locked down. Lots of other things going on, but we've renewed it, Tom. We've renewed it for the virtual relays and to be to have a sense of belonging but and you to know, put I'm, money back into the club. Good. I'm glad you did that because I saw Scotch. I was reading the email from Mark Munro um, from Scotch Athletics, which I thought was a really I really liked his email and encouraging people to keep up your affiliation. You know, Scottish Athletics, like all bodies, are taking a hit at the moment. So support them while you can. Keep up your affiliation. Renew your membership. Same goes with your running clubs. You know, that's the a lot of clubs will be hurting without the racing races as income. So don't um, don't make them hurt even more by not having a not lo- by losing membership. Anyway, yeah. right. So we go to the University of Edinburgh Hare and Hounds. Uh, they shared it on Facebook. That's where I, that's why I've I've lost. I had the results. Sorry, I didn't add it to the notes. It's I know that's the thing. We were so we just assumed we'd have no race results. Right, I've got it. Right, so the second ladies team finally get around to it was the Harry's oldies, which was Mary McLennan, Rhiannon Kirk, Rebecca Johnson, and Katrina Graves. The Harry's oldies. Harry's oldies, I know. No. So this is what I mean. Well, Jesus. exactly. They must have. I mean, I'm a Harry's oldie. Um, <laughs> oh, you are. Right, and third was a flat-chested flat, which was uh, <laughs> <laughs> comprising of uh, Holly Page, Katie Rook, Zoe Flog, and Constance Nankerville. Um, I've got the rest of the results. I'll quickly jump onto those. The On the male side, it was a win for Dundee Hawks, James Donald, Chris Jones, who ran 13.51. Jamie Crow, Jamie Crow also under 14. He was 13.59. And Ryan Donald. Second place, Camus Lang with this is outrageous. <laughs> so this one. Grant Sheldon ran thirteen thirty-eight. <laughs> that is obscene. That's mental. Uh second with them they also had Ryan Thompson, Jamie McKinnon, and Craig Jardine in the team. And in third was Edinburgh Heron Hounds, Jack Leach, Alicia DeMello, Max Malarvey, and Callum Tharm. On the overall we'll give the overall legs a shout because that's quite cool just to see the um the fastest uh, actually I'll go to them all because we've not got any other results uh, the open teams was uh, Bears Den Little Potters which was Holly Little Beth Potter Sarah Potter and Alex Potter apparently Holly Little I didn't know she was a Potter um, Totten's Isolating Angels were second uh, Thomas Otten Naomi Lang Hannah Morrison and Polly Edwards and Not Fast Just Furious great name 
were third. Mark Fraser, Conor Rudin, Alistair Masson and Hannah Newsom. In the mixed teams, it was uh, a win for the Wuhan clan with Regan Yee, Adam Marshall, Ron Lowen and TRS interviewee Sarah Ingalls. Nice. Second was the Inverness Harriers Juniors, which was Anna Cairns, Angus Smith, Megan Keith and Lucas Cairns. And number three was Bunked Hard. <laughs> Jeez. What a, that's a, a great night. Um, Harry McGill, Ayla Calver, Alistair Marshall and Georgia Lettingham. Um, overall times, fastest was Grant Sheldon, 13.38. Second, Chris Jones, 13.51. And third, Jamie Crow, 13.59. Women, it was Beth Potter, 13, sorry, 15.23. Wow. Sarah Ingalls, 15.57. And Megan Keith, 16.25. Ucha, she is a talent, Megan Keith. Nah, yeah, no. That is outrageous. It's... Speedy. Yeah. So anyway, well done the Harrys. That was a good bit of camaraderie you got going there. 132 teams running. 132, that's brilliant, eh? It's pretty sweet, yeah. Full results if you go to their Facebook page. Good to see the Harrys doing something more than just boozing. But they maybe were. Maybe I'm they sure were they were afterwards, yeah. Straight after. You know, virtual yeah. boozing. Tell you what, virtual boozing. I'm doing... I cannot... My social... This is going to sound really... Crazy. My our social schedule's gone through the roof. Like we're like <laughs> we're we're on like a VC with friends or a quiz night with a club like every night of the week at the moment. And it's like people who I've not seen in months, who I probably wouldn't have seen for another months, but because we can and everyone suddenly knows how to use Zoom, we're now VCing every night. And it's like I feel like I just want to watch sit to some of them saying, Look, I just want to have a night and sit and watch a movie or something <laughs> and not be on the beers. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh yeah, well Disney Plus, you bought, you've purchased it too, have you, Tom? I have. Do you know what, yeah. Kyle? I've been, have you watched anything on it? Oh, I've wa- watching plenty on it. Um, but actually, yeah, I'll come back to what I'm, main thing I'm interested in. What I'm watching on Disney Plus at the moment, we've watched a few. Well, we've got a lot of stuff, but I've been watching a bit of the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, right? Now, before people roll their eyes at me, this <laughs> Clone Wars is an animated series, right? Cartoons. What, Tommy's cartoons, watching cartoons. Yeah. Jesus. Exactly. But it's a, it's canon. You know, it bridges the gap between uh, some of the films. And I'm a big Star Wars fan. But what's quite funny is, right, this is why I love it. Every episode starts with a quote, right? And it's like, it's uh, it's weird. Like, there, there's some of them are like, today's one was, what was I watching today? It was like, um, let me find some. Uh, they're all... Oh, here we go. The opening quote. So every yeah, every episode is like some. So if I look at a random one, uh, adversity is friendship's truest test. Or <laughs> one the one of the episodes I watched the other day was easy is the path to wisdom for those not blinded by ego. <laughs> so like yeah. all, so my all these Instagrammers and influencers who are like posting like interesting quotes. I'm starting to think half of them just watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> like you know, how I'm, many episodes gonna, is there? There's like seven seasons, so I'm going to start like I'm going to start quoting some of these. You know, I mean, you know, never give up, hope, no matter how dark things seem. That's brilliant. Anyway, so uh, if you want a bit well, of inspiration, you're like watch the Clone Wars. The other thing I've been watching. Sorry, this is not running, but I wanted to share this with you. The Tiger King or Tiger oh, King on Tiger Netflix. King. We watched that. It's is brilliant. That is absolutely bonkers. Oh man! If anyone hasn't watched Tiger King yet, get yourself on it. It's brilliant. And actually, now back on a running note, I watched The Hunt last night, which is a documentary about the night where, um, let me get the names right, it was um, Woody Kincaid, Matt Sensowitz, and uh, Loman Lopez all went, all ran the Olympic qualifier this year at the 
the Bowman Track Club had a, a 5,000 meter event paced by it was um what's his name um Ahmed oh, I can't remember his name anyway the Canadian top Canadian run that's terrible I can't remember anyway paced it was I remember seeing it a couple of months ago it was on it was around that track in Portland the Nike headquarters which we saw when we went to Portland it's an amazing track with a forest in the middle of the track oh nice and it was paced at night and the atmosphere is electric so if you want to go to Tracklandia in fact it's on Google as well it's on YouTube as well. It's called the Hunt. It's only about twenty-five minutes long, and it's this amazing like breakdown of the race and the prep. The co- they're coached by Jerry Schumacher, who's a legend, and it's just yeah, really good, really good to see them. And and yeah, spoiler: stop listening now if you don't want to hear the result. I mean, I knew the result already. Woody Kincaid goes. Kyle's taking his headphones off. Woody Kincaid goes um, twelve fifty-eight. Still here, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> right, put them back on. I'm done. Anyway, unbelievable. He's got, he's got his headphones <laughs> up his jumper now. Okay. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant show. So watch that. Um, yeah, really cool example of a, of a sort of fast track race. I'll tell you what else is people have been there. Uh, our April Fool, TRS, has decided, had decided to promote online gaming <laughs> in Scotland. There's too many. Pe- it has, isn't it? There's too many people complaining about people running outside. So we feel it's the right thing to promote well-being through games such as Mario Kart, Zelda and such like. What's your favourite game, folks? So many responses, didn't we? So many responses. I'm see, yeah. Kudos to Rod Wallace, who Rod Wallace is pointing out the fact that you, uh, at a time like this, people shouldn't be gaming. They should be checking out Pornhub. <laughs> I've never heard of it, Tom. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a Nintendo 64 game. Yeah, uh, Peter Tucker from a top fan. I concur with Mario Kart N64. Charlie Story used to love Simpsons hit and run on the PS2. Uh, who else have we got? Mortal Kombat, Mandy Allen's a big fan of that. Quentin Chalmers, football, football, football manager. manager yeah. Crash Team Racing, Ali Steele. Is that Crash Team Bandicoot? Is it Crash Bandicoot? Uh, it must be. But do you know what's funny? We get insights on Facebook about like interaction with posts. This post has been like more interaction than anything we usually put on. <laughs> I'm suspecting it, that people might want us just to talk, just to like host like a live online TRS gaming night or something. Oh, that'd be brilliant. What, what's um, if you, if, what's your favorite? You didn't tell us. What's what's Tommy's favorite, well, uh, favorite online of all time. game? Aye. Well, I was a big, I was a really. I really liked Halo when it came out on Xbox years ago. But I mean, I was as a probably the game I played the most all time would be Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah, as a kid, now N64 Mario Kart uh, was really enjoyed that. Now I I've started gaming a little bit again. Actually, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Jedi Knight Fallen Order. <laughs> <Jedi. laughs> well, have you got a PlayStation Four? I do. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to get one eh? but they've all sold out. Have they? So. Do you know, uh, at our work, we had a live, we had an online um, Call of Duty night last week. <laughs> <laughs> wow, jeez. You could be out running. Ah, oh, wait, you, you've only done your, you've done your once a day, so. Exactly. That's a shame. But anyway, so we're, we're sort of d- dancing around, run, not actually talking about running, although I think you'll forgive us for that, listeners. Uh, One thing I thought about, right, because I'm, and I'm putting this plea out to, because I'm a bit, we're all a wee bit like, what do we do with our training and stuff? So I'm putting this plea out. I know some really top respected coaches listen to this. The likes of Lewis Walker, Mike Johnson, hopefully someone like Derek Hawkins, um, well, Derek Hawkins, Robbie Simpson, Fraser Klein, Charlie Bannerman. Um, who else have we got? Kyle Gregg. Kyle Gregg, Sophie Dunnett. You know, all you coach, you know, Mark Pollard, all you coaches that we know, we've seen you either like or comment or whatever, so we know that you listen. 
drop us a note and include you in this, Kyle. What should we, and I represent the, the everyman club runner who's not a coach, what do we do? How, I mean, what do we do right now? <laughs> you know, what's the what's the plan here? We've got like, do we do we hit up some do we hit up some sessions? Do we keep our mileage high? Do we go into like just a maintenance period? People say work on your weaknesses. What if you don't know what your weaknesses are? Like, what what do we do? What's, what's the plan? Well, I'm not going to. I, I I think everyone has to put in their wee uh, maybe an audio clip from all the different coaches, and then we can like collage them together, and then. Throughout into the TRS uh, world, and you can that have a listen. That would be amazing. I would How's love that to hear, mate. That's a great idea. Right, I would well, love let's... to hear from some of these 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 legends who who listen. It would be amazing to hear from some of them. Well, like like we said, you know, instead, if you want to give us some advice, Ross Cairns, yeah. If you want to give us some advice, record an audio clip on your phone, send it to TRS on our Facebook page on tartanrunningshorts at gmail and uh, we'll put them all together. We'll stick it in as an episode, and uh, and there you go, listeners. Boom, hey presto, and, and you you you'll get some fantastic, a fantastic wealth of information. Eh? How's that I, sound? I that sounds excellent. And we know that everyone's different, and you know, athlete specificity and all that. But you know, to a if you take a a, a regular, <laughs> let's be a regular. I'm going to be quite. This is going to sound a bit specific, and it kind of is. But I think that's. I was going to say a mid thirties club runner who does marathons. Mid thirties? Oh no! Sounds like it's geared exactly to me, but I think that is a lot of our listeners are in that bracket. They're guys who run a marathon or a half marathon as a target twice a year. What is the? What would we? What would you suggest for someone now to just, you know, do through through till the, through till maybe autumn? I mean, so let's say I think a lot of people will, will be chomping at the bit to race in autumn, but it's a lot. It feels like a long way out to start putting out. Um, big sessions right well let's put that as a question for everyone and we'll, we'll go back to it in a couple of weeks eh absolutely sounds good and you need to send your and we need to get your voice your uh, clip as well I'll put my clip in as well I'll put my clip in I'll put my wee tuppence worth in don't you worry excellent right so speaking of people from the, the world of Scottish athletics we've uh, I was chuffed last week was caught up with Annabelle Simpson so Annabelle's uh, uh, a well known face on the circuit she's been getting faster and faster she's um, you know, won national medals at um, a bunch of events which we cover, and um, and yeah, we're pleased to get her on the show. So here you are, listeners, Annabelle Simpson. This week we're delighted to have uh, a well-known face in the Scottish Athletic Circuit on the on the podcast. Welcome, Annabelle Simpson. Annabelle, how are you? Hi. Back in from a training session in the woods, so excellent. Oh, that's enjoy the, having a little bit of downtime. That's the way to open up an interview. So tell me, what was the what was the session you were doing? So it was my first summer speed work session, if I can call it speed work. I'm a bit of a cart horse, as my coach my coach always says. <laughs> it was four times 400, 300, 200, 150. Wow. And I've not got access to the track at the moment, so I was doing it on Forest Trail. Okay. Marked out with bits of stick and hoping that a dog would run away with him. <laughs> that's cool. I like that. That's quite novel, actually, of, of marking out a, a set distance in the track. That's good. So we're we're really trying to get you on. I mean, we're, I'm going to throw throw a couple of things out that are that you know you're we've seen you a lot on the circuit more and more and more in the last few years. Scottish 5000 uh, champion, Scottish short course champion, uh, silver medal at National Cross all all recently. So someone who's really really in form. Um, we're going to come to all that, but let's rewind and tell us a bit about you, who you are, and and how you've gotten into running. 
So I'm Annabelle Simpson. I always say when people ask me, how do you get into running? I didn't get into running that long ago. But looking back, it has been a good few years now. So I went to a school where we did a lot of team sports involving throwing balls, hitting balls with sticks. I'm really not coordinated at all. So I hated that so much. So (laughs) until about final year of primary school, I absolutely hated sport. And then I got into the cross-country running club that I think it was my French teacher ran, just because I quite liked getting out in the mud and getting outside. And sometimes we got to leave the school grounds to go and find new muddy fields to train in. So I started then. Um, Then when I got to high school, I kind of wasn't running as much. I was swimming a wee bit, but that was more for the social side of things. And then there was a girl in my swimming club whose dad basically press ganged me into Scottish girls cross country. And I met Steve Doy, who is my current coach still at that race, and kind of the rest is history. Nice. That's uh, I like that. That's that's the sort of typical runner's background of I wasn't coordinated enough to do. Uh, certainly, I can relate to that. I wasn't coordinated enough to do other sports. So, um, going to a sport like that. So that's um. So you obviously run through school and and. A lot of you know cross country. Cross country is something we've seen a lot of you at, and we've seen um, also when I look back at your power ten, a lot of in the early years about you know eights and fifteen hundreds. Is that kind of the sort of that you feel that you went through that kind of typical junior um, running, albeit at like under seventeen level? I think my coach has always been quite keen on us doing shorter, faster stuff first, and then we build our way up. So he coached, back in the day, he coached like Steph Pennycook as well. Okay. And she had a similar background where she started with fours and eights and then has moved up the distances. So mm-hmm. I think I always knew I was going to be better at the longer, slower stuff. Mm-hmm. But Steve didn't want me to do too many miles too early. And I think when you're training for cross country and you're training out on the grass, it's just a bit of variety. So as an under, as an under 17, you don't want to be just on the track, on the road all the time. You need that bit more variety just while your bones are developing and stop you from getting injured. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's really that's a really strong message. You see a lot of I think in this day and age of with park runs and um, and a lot of ten k's which are really great for the fixtures, but you do see you see more and more juniors pounding out tarmac, which is not um, not really so good. I see, and so you've been so you're you're from Fife, is that right? Um, I'm from Elgin originally, okay. and then we moved down to. Kind of the Fife Perth border, so my mum always says, "Don't say you're from Fife, you're from Perth and Kinross." But <laughs> I would say I'm a Fifer through and through. Excellent, I like it. Well, you're speaking to someone from the kingdom, so I'm delighted with that. Also, I'm chuffed that you've got a north, uh, northeast um, heritage. I didn't realise that. That's cool. So the and you've been with Fife AC since you're running since through with Steve. Is that, is that a Fife based coach? So I started off with Kinross Roadrunners, who are like the local club who run from Kinross Milnathorpe, which is a couple of miles away from where I live. So they're a really friendly club. They say they've got ages from, I think it's like 9 to 90. So I think one year they had the average oldest age for the Devil's Burden Hill Relay team. (laughs) So they're a really nice club, really inclusive. Um, They made me feel like quite comfortable when I was the shy, awkward, very nerdy teenager who was coming for the first couple of hill hill running sessions. So I think they've definitely had a big part to play in getting me into 5EC and then into track running, road running, a bit of cross country as well. Okay. And Fife, I mean, Fife's a club that always 
impresses me with the range that they cover geographically. And I know they've got a few different um, training bases on. We had Derek Ray on, before, on previously, who is obviously he trains out of, of Kirkcaldy. Um, how do you train with Fife these days? So Fife has a lot, as you say, a lot of different training groups and a lot of different coaches. So we tend not to train together, but we do race together. And I think there's a great camaraderie at cross countries where everyone's looking after everyone else's stuff looking after everyone else's kids and kind of everyone just coming together. Okay. So I train with a group at Petrivi at the track there. Sometimes we do sessions in Kirkcaldy, sometimes we do them in Dunfermline, just depending on the time of year. So this time of year, we'd usually be doing more stuff on the track, but then towards the winter, we'd move to Berwick Park and okay. do maybe a park from there and then a session or just a grass fartlek session. Mm-hmm. My coach also loves, he lives um, in Kinghorn, so that's right next to the Fife Coastal Pass. Oh, cool. So quite often we'll do long runs along there. That's um, yeah, a lovely part of the world to run in. And one, and one thing with Fife at the moment is there's such a such, such a strong crop of, of women at the moment in Fife. I mean, you guys are absolutely bossing it. Is that, is that, that how, what's that like to be part of? It seems, is it, it seems to have suddenly you've got a really strong squad together. I think Ron Morrison especially has been hoping we could have had that for a few years. So we've always been able to feel a strong team. And I think now that the women's teams are the same size as the men, that's given us a big advantage. So we're all from, as I said, the different training groups. So we're a lot of different ages and we specialise in a lot of different events, which I think just gives us the range to compete over a range of surfaces and a range of distances. Mm-hmm. And I guess that must all come together quite well at the sort of, the cross-country type distances where you've got your track girls and your your 10k and, and above girls can all meet at that middle distance definitely yes yeah. so when the short course when we had myself and jenny and then everyone else and then when steph was down for the nationals at falkirk i think it was it was a really nice feeling for the team because a lot of us have gone to youth development league events as juniors and then have gradually moved up so it was almost like a reunion every time we have a big team there Mm, cool, and you've and the number and we're seeing you get medals now as well, which is good both as a group but also for you individually. It's a really exciting time. I think so, yeah, and I think we're out there to do ourselves proud, but I think we're determined to make our coaches proud as well. I think that's a very important thing for Fife. Mhm. So you've um let's so let's talk about your training then. We've got we as I say we I've seen you most at ten k. I would say that's where we tanking cross country seem to be where in the last year or two we see you a lot. Uh, for me personally, watch um, chasing the back of you down at Tilly 10K was the most recent time that I've seen you in a in race action when you dra- dragged me through most of the race. Is that your? Is that where you feel that your really, your strength is right now? Is that that sort of 10K distance? It's kind of funny you say that because a year ago I would have said cross country 10K were the absolute pit. They were the distance and the surface that I absolutely hated the most. So if you told me this time last year, I would have been second at 10k cross country at Falkirk. I would have <laughs> But my, um, so I'm a dental student at the University of Glasgow, and okay. one of my lecturers encouraged me to enter the Babcock 10k series last year. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of broke the ice a bit over that distance and made me feel a bit more comfortable playing with pace, getting used to the way a hard 10k feels whereas before that I'd maybe done two a year and one of them was always at Leeds so one of them was always a big a big deal right, race okay. so 
So I think I feel just more comfortable racing those distances. Mm-hmm. I think when the Leeds Abbey Dash was 30 metres short after I'd run, it would have been a PB even with another 30 metres. I think yeah, that that's... was a good race. Maybe not exactly the perfect distance, but I think it was a good race and really built up my confidence. That's cool, yeah. Because I mean, when I look at, I say, I mean, the the key tool here at TRS for interviewing is, of course, Power 10. And I look at your Power 10 from last year, heap of 10Ks. It's interesting because that's a real flip from the year before where you were on you're on the track quite a bit running 5,000. Did you enjoy the track? I love the track, yeah. I think it's... I quite like to be in control of what I'm doing. So being on the track and being able to do the exact same pace for every lap, I find quite reassuring. Mm-hmm. I also do a lot of my faster sessions would be on the track. So maybe it's just a distance that I'm more used to used to suffering on. Okay. Whereas on the road, I tend to do my easier runs and then longer tempo sessions. So that's interesting. Would you? So right now, would you just describe yourself as a road runner, cross country runner, or a track runner if you had to pick one? Probably road. Okay. If I'm being completely honest, I think with the way things are going as well, a lot of my training this summer will probably move out onto the road. Okay. Just as facilities are going to be shut, but. Of course, yeah. I tend to do, if it's a group session, I'll do it on the track. But if it's a solo session, it tends to be on the road. Okay. And what about, and so in this sort of last uh, last while where you've, you've been really transitioning into 10K and, and doing well at the distance, what tell us about a typical training week for you. So I, at the moment, this is kind of starting about halfway through last year, I run every day, unless I'm injured, in which case I'll cross-train. So on a Monday, I do a nice, easy run in the morning. So that's just five miles, maybe a wee bit more. I say not really trucking, just because usually your legs are shattered from the long run the day before anyway. So that <laughs> tends to be down by the river in Glasgow, just relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then at lunchtime, I do an easy sort of circuit session. So that tends to be physio exercises that have been recommended for me. Then on a Tuesday, I do a double session. So that's another new thing I've kind of started where I do an easy run in the morning and then a harder track session in the evening. And I try and do that track session with my friend Lucas through in Glasgow. So the two of us meet up and he's he's really positive with things, whereas I can be quite quite down and grumpy if I'm not having a good session. But Lucas (laughs) is good at buoying you back up again. Then on a Wednesday, I have another easy day. So I run about 12K just on the flat. Um, and I do a weight session as well. Then on a Thursday, I'll do tempo. So that tends to be five-mile warm-up and then about half an hour's worth of effort. And then I cool down just back to my flat. Okay. And then on a Thursday, I have a sort of... I just quite often will do a weight session in the evening. But on a Thursday, I kind of block out. So that's time I spend hanging about with my flatmates, hanging about with my friends and doing something that's not related to running and not related to uni. That's cool. And then on a Friday, I do 10 miles. I try and do it somewhere like nice and scenic. So that would be maybe along the canal in Glasgow or along the river in Glasgow and around Glasgow Green. Oh, nice. Then on a Saturday, I travel home to do my other sort of hard session of the week. So that's with the training group through in Fife and with Steve. And then on a Sunday, I do either sort of standard Sunday long run or sometimes I'll do a longer session, so like a half marathon session that adds up to about the same mileage as a Sunday long run, but it's a lot harder physically and mentally. So how long is a long run for you then? At the moment, it's about 15 miles. 
Okay. And um, that kind of varies depending on how I'm feeling. So sometimes it'll be a lot, a lot shorter, and it tends not to be any longer than sort of 500 meters more. But. <laughs> and what? And that's that's interesting. Obviously, if you're balancing being out in over in Glasgow for um, for uni, and you're coming, and you're obviously you got your own training in there, and 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 life itself, and coming back to Fife for um, for training there, and I guess see. How what's that? Uh, how do you balance all that, and uh, and how do you find that mixture of of Glasgow and Fife in terms of training? I quite like it. I think it means I've got a really wide range of friends, so I've kept up a lot with my friends doing Fife and my training partners doing Fife, and I still get on really well with my coach. Like I think a good coach athlete relationship is so important, and I get Steve's sense of humour, he gets my sense of humour. And I think I've really developed as an athlete and developed kind of as a human being with him. He'll hate me for saying that. Cause like, <laughs> don't, get, don't get slushy about it. But um, And then it's kind of a bus journey that it's not the sort of thing you'd want to do every day. But once a week, I think it's fine. Plus, I can come home and see my wee dog as well. So Nice, nice. That's uh, every, every cloud there with a the bus journey. And what about... Um the you know in terms of your year then you know you talked a bit about track and okay this summer is going to be crazy i think for everyone who knows if we'll get onto tracks or not but how do you how is your year typically scheduled do you do you have um do you go for a sort of traditional cross country and then into the road or do you kind of um have a pretty standard year on uh, week on week through the year well what i tend to do is i am i do dentistry at university so that one of like the professional university courses so I'm not able to take time off and things to do any races. So ah. if I have maybe a period in dentistry where I'm not in as much, I would try and schedule in races then. And then around about exam time, I tend not to race as much. So this year I've actually been doing an interpolated year. So I've done a year of immunology instead. So I've had quite a race heavy year this year. There's a few key races we always try and target. So this year that's been National Short Course um, Cross Challenge at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Falkirk actually wasn't really a target race this year so much. It was more a go and see how things get on and they went quite well, so that was good. <laughs> they, they did. And then I'd been looking to target Silver Nows for a good 5k time, but I don't think that's going to be happening this year. But no. we'll give it another shot next year. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a shame. We'll need to. It's gonna be. It's gonna be quite a, a lot of people for everyone's everyone's racing calendars actually coming up. Um, you know, one thing we've one thing we're not you know I've not mentioned yet is so Scotland International. How I mean that's um that when when was your Scotland debut? We saw you run for Scotland in the uh, at Stirling at the the Cross Challenge. You've you've run Scotland for the road before though. Um. So I think my first. It wasn't an official Scotland vest, but when I was, I want to say final year of school, I was picked for the mini marathon team. I've seen that um, in your background. And I also ran nice. in the World Junior Mountain Championship, so that was in wow. Italy. I think that was maybe the same year. Okay, I didn't realise that. Fantastic. That's that's amazing. And that was um, where was that was in Italy, you say? Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's that's great. And actually, so the, the funny you mentioned the 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 mini marathon because the that was something that jumped out at me. Now, obviously, you know, if we talk about you know your your aspirations and ambitions, we know you're on the Scotland the Scotland uh, Scottish Lakes Marathon project. And I thought that was fantastic. You you competed at the the mini marathon. What was that like to go down and run that for um 
for uh, Scotland or, or Scotland East, whatever, whatever the vest was? Um, it was kind of surreal because I was still at the stage where I'd only just started running. So I think the selection race for that would have been maybe my fourth or fifth proper race for Fife. Okay. So I was still going down thinking, I shouldn't really be picked for this. There's people that have so much more experience than me. And then it's one of those, I don't think there's really any junior events like it. So you're going down in the, min- in the minibus together, <laughs> getting your t-shirts and everything. And then you're kind of herded into like a halls of residence and then woken up at about four o'clock in the morning <laughs> to go to London, you put in a pen, run and then go home again. So, I mean, I think it was a really good experience, but I think juniors should definitely target it. But I wouldn't say it's typical of other kind of international experiences I've had. Okay, that's interesting. And and if we so we to fast fast forward years up to twenty twenty and you're pulling on a Scotland vest at the at the British Cross Challenge at Run Sterling, I mean that was a hellishly boggy day. It was a very, very interesting race. But how how did you enjoy that experience um, turning out for Scotland? I will not lie to you. It was not my favourite Scotland vest. <laughs> it was not my favourite cross country race by a long way. I tend to run better the closer the surface is to tarmac. Right. So I think the East District champs that year and um, this year were Solid. they were on mud and they were on grass, but yeah. you could really get a proper grip on it with your shoes. There was a wee bit on trail gravel path, so I was absolutely fine with that. Sterling was just a bog. It was like <laughs> running through treacle, and I don't understand how anyone was able to move on it. <laughs> I think on the first lap, as we were turning a corner, we came into the first proper bit of mud, and someone behind me just started hysterically laughing. <laughs> and I mean. I felt the same way. It was just, it was awful. Do you know, I thought you had a... Pr- I think my, hip, my hips were sore, my core was sore. Oh, no. My arms were sore. I pulled a muscle in my back, trying to keep my balance. It was, oh. Oh, no. I thought you had a good run, though. I was down watching, and I thought you ran well. You know, you were... I thought you went... You know, everyone had a pretty... was slowed through the race, but I thought you went... I, I thought you went well. You looked really good to the second lap. I think I kind of hit the last lap, and then it all just fell apart. And you kind of see my coach looking at me at one point, and I was like, I don't see I know I'm not doing you proud here. But <laughs> I think it was interesting comparing that with Falkirk and just the way that the surface, it's cross-country, but it's a different kind of mud, and it's a different kind of technique you have to use to run. And mm. I think maybe the mud in Sterling and the mud in Liverpool would suit, it suits Mary McClellan, and it suits some of the English girls very well, mm-hmm. whereas the mud at Falkirk would maybe suit me and suit some of the other Scots. Okay, interesting. That's probably just me making things up, though, so don't quote me on that. But it's interesting you mentioned the East Champs um, out in Dundee, and I thought you had, I mean, that was a great run you had there. It looked very, very controlled, and as you say, that was, it wasn't, it wasn't certainly not tarmac, but there was, it was more runnable, and that looked to be, you must have been pleased with that performance. That was quite a dominant way to to win a, a District Champs. Definitely, yeah. So my coach's original tactic was sit in second for as long as you can and then try and kick on the last lap. But I wouldn't have said anyone really took the pace on, so I thought I might as well string it out a bit because I knew there was a few girls in there with very strong kicks who could get me over a 400 or an 800. Mm. So I just kept on working. It was also quite interesting because my French teacher who started the cross-country club at um, my primary school where I first started out running, I think she was there, and she's quite often at the East District races. One of my lecturers was visiting his parents <laughs> during Dundee, so he was there as well. And then my mum and dad were there, and my coach was there, so I felt it was 
quite a crowd to perform to, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. And do you do you get do you do you get a buzz out of that having knowing that you've got people that you know on the on the sidelines rooting for you? I think so. Yeah, like I think we all kind of want to make want to make that sort of person proud. So and um, the lecturer that was there with me, Mr. Nairn, he runs a like a running club at the dental school, and he's been quite good at trying to negotiate getting me maybe a wee bit of time off to go for a race down south. So that's really good. I felt like I was kind of doing it for him as well. Great, and well, you did what we did very well for it. Looking, so look, you know, let's see, we a lot of 10k last year. Looking forward, I mean, we mentioned that you're on the Scottish Athletics Marathon Project. That's, um, you know, is that so? We start thinking about the future. What what motivates Annabelle Simpson, and what are your what are your future goals? I think the thing is, I love running, and I love the community that surrounds it. And I think coming up the way I have, sort of as a junior who did her first seven miles at Loch Leven and I had no idea where she was going and just chatted the whole way around with people from Kenrosh Road Runners. I think it's, I'll keep running as long as I'm enjoying running. And I think now that I like competing as well as training, I would like to run a fast marathon type. At the moment, I don't think that's plausible while completing dental school. I think mm-hmm. it's definitely possible once I'm employed and once I'm working. But at the moment, just the way my timetable will be next year, I think it will be a case of that's going to be the build-up and then the races will come after that. Mm-hmm. That's sensible. Because I, and that, because I think that's the, I think that's really sensible, quite a mature approach to be realistic about it because it's quite a serious undertaking, particularly your, your first your first marathon. Um, are we going to see you more at half marathon this year, do you think? Hopefully, yes. So um, I was planning on maybe running Edinburgh and definitely running Glasgow mm-hmm. um, this year just to try and get a fast time. I tried to do Reading last year, but I don't know what happened. Just didn't have the legs with me on the day, I think is the best way to describe it. So I would like to give that distance another week crack just because when I first ran Edinburgh, I had no idea what I was doing and went with zero expectations and managed to run my PB time. So mm-hmm. I see that. Yeah. I'd like to try it with maybe a bit more of a level head just see how things go yeah and i think that's that is a i mean it's a yeah very a very sensible approach for it that you're you're kind of um building up to the distances and, and and going like that just to i mean i'm jumping around here but you're still obviously still through in, in glasgow do you compete for glasgow uni i do sometimes um i tend to do for sort of student champs i would run for glasgow university and then some of the races down in England. So I do the, if I was going to do the night of the 10Ks down in London, I'd mm-hmm. probably run for Glasgow Uni again. Okay. But I think because five tend to ask me if I want to run for them a wee bit earlier, and we tend to be able to field the bigger women's teams. Mm. Plus just because I'm coached by somebody who is from five anyway, I think it would be not disloyal to not run for them, but... I think it's a nice atmosphere, so mm-hmm. that's the club I would tend to compete for. That's cool. No, I've, I think uh, I mean I'm a big fan of club running, and that you know I think it's great. It's great when that when when people run for the union. That's cool, but it's always nice when um, when those who are who who have a Scott who have a home club. That's it's cool to turn out for them and, and do them a, do them a do them a turnout. Um, no, that's great. I mean, it's really it's it's a really exciting time to see you. You know, at the training so training so well, competing so well, and it's just a shame that the spring race calendar has been has kind of been wiped out. I, I, it would have been nice to see you um, see you 
come through and get some more race results there. You mentioned the Edinburgh half is obviously is not going to happen. You know, that's not an option anymore. Silver Arrows was a goal. What other goal races did you have in mind for this year if they had gone ahead? Glasgow half marriage, I think, if it still goes ahead. Mm-hmm. I think that would be one to target, definitely. Then the 5K at Silver Arrows, and then maybe a fast track 5K, either a mile meet down south or the mile meet during Glasgow. Okay. I'd quite like a 3K PB as well. I think I ran for Scotland in Armagh a few weeks ago. And it was a good race, but it maybe wasn't necessarily a good time. And I think with a few more races in my legs, I could definitely run a wee 3K PB, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe sub 920. We don't know, but nice. yeah, that cool. might not be this year, but I'll certainly give it a crack after. Mm-hmm. After the situation's resolved. Very good. Yeah, I mean, Armagh. That was a that's that's a race I would love to go out for. Um, but I mean, it's absolutely uh, crazy. I would definitely recommend it. Oh really? It was. Uh, how did you? How was your experience of it then? It was a really good atmosphere. Like we were walking down to the course when it was still the junior races just starting, and the atmosphere was like electric. I can't describe it any other way. Because I think my friend Lucas, he'd done the five k before, and he said. It's a really good race. It's definitely one you wouldn't want to miss, and I definitely, I definitely agree for them there. The the footage online was excellent. I mean, it's just, uh, it was, it's, it just looks like a stampede, and some of the times it's, uh, it's crazy. Definitely one for the calendar. And uh, I, I mean, talking of five Ks, if it goes ahead, I would, um, I would very much recommend the Inverness Harris. They organise a campus five K up there, which is. I think I did that maybe two years ago. Oh, did you? Okay. I oh, but... gave my parents a chance to go down to Inverness as well. Cause oh, excellent. Quite close by. Yeah, actually, I think I did see you up there. Yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, there you go. So you're you're aware of that one. That's that's uh, for me is outside of the Silver Nose Five K is the one the one to look out for in the, in Scotland. Um, excellent. Well, before we let you go, then um, we're going to uh, quickly fire some fartlet questions at you, if that's okay. Okay, go for it. Right. So. Cross country, road, hills, or track? Track. Pre race meal? This is going to sound absolutely awful, but see the custard and almond pastries you get from Tesco's? <laughs> Have one of them the night before, PB every single time. Really? Wow, you're giving away your secrets here. That's, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Favourite movie? Um, that's actually that's a really hard one. I absolutely love Lord of the Rings. It's good for just a. Sit nice. down, marathon it. That is a that's that is what you call marathon. Yeah, that's interesting. We've had that one before. What would be your favourite of the Lord of the Rings? If you, had to, if you could only the watch first one. one. Nice, classic. Favourite race. Silver Nose Five K. If it's a good day for it. <laughs> if it's Silver. howling a gale and hammering it down, absolutely not. But if it's the way it was, was it last year, the year before, perfectly still, lovely yeah. sunset beautiful yeah it is beautiful and the pineapples are to die for here i'm not good enough to win one definitely yeah well you take the pineapple and cool down with you that's a good day nice fife ac or glasgow uni fife ac morning shuffle or evening saunter morning shuffle running hero probably laura muir nice um favorite distance 10 miles Nice. Post-race treat. McFlurry from McDonald's on Sockey Hall Street when I'm walking back to my flat. <laughs> Excellent. And flavour of McFlurry? Uh, 
flake one. Okay. And then they had a salted caramel galaxy one for a wee while. Ooh, nice. I remember having one after, I think it was a Liverpool cross country, and it was a time of night where the Socky Hall Street McDonald's had the security guard in it and everything. <laughs> and it was full of incredibly drunk people, but it was the best McFlurry I think I've ever tasted. <laughs> nice. Um, Favourite shoe? Mizuno Wave Rider. Very comfy. Last the miles. Nice, interesting. That's the first time we've had that. Worst race experience? I think my first time when I was in Liverpool, so I was down with my mum, and I was with some of the older Edinburgh uni girls, so I was trying to appear to be quite cool, and then my mum was making me porridge in the microwave, and it exploded. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> that says it all. Um, Favourite place to run? Probably the Five Coastal Path. Any particular part of it? Um... Between Burnt Island and Aberdour. Cool. I've got to say that's... Quite undulating, but there's nice views and you can see the bridge. Oh, cool. I guess it's on a clear day. Stunning out there. I think that's that's one thing. It's probably a bit far to run, but I wouldn't mind biking that full, the full uh, five coastal pass sometime. It'd be great. And lastly, you've got one more... You can run one more race in your running career. What would it be? It can be one you've already done or it can be one that you've not yet done. Probably the London Marathon, just because everyone that's ever run it, ran it, says it's absolutely amazing. So I think it's not something you'd want to miss. Class, great answer. Well, that you know, that's that uh, that's a great way to look ahead. I look forward to in years to come seeing you running a big time at London, um, and uh, once we get back to some proper racing action. Hopefully, yeah. Annabelle, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been uh, excellent. I'm, um, Wish you all the best for the rest of the season. I hope that the when we do get back racing, we'll see you um, see you on uh, on all the usual race courses doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I hope I've been able to answer your questions. Absolutely, yeah. Wanted, so. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll speak to you soon. And you too. Happy running. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again, Annabelle, for the interview. Really appreciate it. Again, I haven't listened to it, so I'm really excited to to hear it. So, uh, yeah, cheers for coming on the show. So, Tom, TRS Live Facebook last week. What did what did you make of that? Eh? You know, I, I mean, to listeners who to the listeners who tuned in at half seven and there was nothing there, <laughs> or to the listeners who, who were like who who, were, who couldn't believe they were watching a share of my desktop. <laughs> my Skype window. I mean, I clearly apologise. We were we were a little bit under pressure. We sorting out, but we have a technically. I think I think it, the content was okay. I just I'm a bit. It was a shame technically it wasn't so hot. And the result is we don't have audio for to release it as an actual podcast. So if you want to listen to episode 98 of the Tart Running Shorts podcast, you need to go to Facebook and watch the the Facebook live recording. Well, what Jim, did you think of it? I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, it was a, a wee technical glitch, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I think a few other podcasts tried the same thing. Uh, I hear, uh, or, or uh, you know, the the, 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 the Southerners Marathon Talk, they, they had a wee, a wee glitch. Really? I think I think Martin uh, maybe got this wrong, but I, I'm sure he, uh, yeah, I'm sure he his, his phone charger went off or something. So, <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, it's all good, you know. In the spirit of things, we we did pretty well for 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 something that we you know we we never done before. And like I said, you wouldn't have thought we spent about an hour trying to prep for it. But uh, it is what it is. But Tom, 
He's got some fantastic new software for you guys, for you listeners, for next week. Yeah. And next week, folks, do you know what episode it is, Tom? Next week. Oh, it's the it's the it's the sen- it's the century. It's the cent it's the century. So, which is crazy, a hundred episodes of TRS, eh? Bonkers. Oh, boy, that's it's mental. I can't believe we've done a hundred episodes. Well, we will by next week. So. We want all the listeners to be tuning in for episodes, episode 100 next week. It's going to be a special episode. It's going to be a live episode on Facebook. It's also going to be recorded on the podcast, but we want you all to be, you know, on, on, on the live episode. We're going to have a, a running uh, agenda as well. So, um, and there'll be a few surprise, there'll be a few surprises on the way as well, eh, Tom? And you never Absolutely. know, you never know, Kyle might even have his, uh, his Chewbacca hat on again, eh? Oh, what a treat for the listeners. Oh, I mean, I, I think the problem last week, and this is, you know, lessons learned and all that, we thought, we prepped it like a regular podcast, and what's quite clear from the minute we started is it's very different, so we're going to make it, we're going to plan for it to be a more interactive affair this this time. What do you think was uh, more shambolic? <laughs> episode, well, episode one or episode 98? <laughs> Episode, at least episode episode one was the most wooden thing I've ever heard. I mean, like episode one. I, if honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that I think we should have all episodes on, I've thought about deleting that many times, so like wiping it from the face of the earth. But it's it does still exist there. It's still it a big listen. It's a massive, it's one of the most popular ones. Do you know though? I was listening. To, I was reading a thing about podcasts and how to you know how to sort of not ad, yeah how to advertise your podcast and stuff because what a lot of people do is they listen to a new episode or someone says oh you should listen to TRS so what do they do and I've done this myself they go back to the first episode <laughs> and if that's your introduction <laughs> you're not coming back <laughs> uh, you know what we should do though for next uh, maybe not next week but in fact I don't know if it would work for next week but let's get some like quotes and some of the like all time oh, yeah. top quotes from the, I mean that I mean that you know I've got a little bit more time in my hands, but I'll maybe uh, get some some absolute crackers of uh, some of the things that we spoke about or said or or interview interviewer quotes and things like that. Eh? So That's, yeah, I like I like that idea of looking back on the highlights of the hundred hundred episodes. I mean, I would love to. I would love to go back through. I've got so many outtakes that I would that I would love to edit into shape. Ma- mainly Kyle oh. failing to start the episode. <laughs> or to say someone's name. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I mean the hi- actually no, I was going to say highlight, but we'll share it for next week. But um, anyway, yeah. So tune in. Let's say we haven't chosen a time or date yet, but probably it'll be probably Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday next week. Yeah. One it'll of those. It'll be next week. Well, we will let you know when we're going to do the episode as as we did before. But I was blown away. I was I was blown away by all the listens we had um, on you know on the Facebook Live. We we had some mm-hmm. fantastic stuff. We had like I don't know. We get all the engagements. It's like three point three thousand engagements or something like that. So what what was it? One hundred and fifty folk were watching at one time. Yeah. So was oh yeah, that was great. It's great. So thanks so much for your, uh, you know, tuning in and listening to us. One thousand six hundred views. But three point two engagements. I don't know what that means, but. Uh yeah. So if you are, I think that's maybe someone you see it on your feed, maybe. So if you're someone who wants to, so we just demonstrated TRS. That's that's the power of TRS. The reach of TRS is is actually 3,678 people reached. So if you're a business and you want to advertise, <laughs> yeah, get in touch. <laughs> you want to advertise all, to a running all runners community. as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Perfect opportunity, folks. Eh? Exactly. So 
Um, yeah, so that we'll be so we're looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, we'll try and keep. We'll, we'll the hundredth episode is a, a good time to do it. We're not, we're not going to do it every two weeks because it is a bit of a uh, a technical sh- difficulty. We'll try. We may through the lockdown do it more often if people if people are interested. Yeah, only if people are interested. And that's the key yeah. bit. Eh? Exactly. Yeah, we're not going to do it for nobody. Right. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah. so, so yeah. So, well, I think that kind of gets, you know, it's brings us to the end of the show. Um, is there I think we should do well one more thing. I think we should shout out some of the um, city limits. We have. We've had a few more city limits. I haven't got. All, apologies if we missed some of them out. Um, but we we have been uh, together. We've got a spreadsheet of all the city limits now. We're we're really, uh, you know, we're really cracking on now, aren't we? Yeah, we've had uh, who have we had so far. So this week, so the new ones this week we had. Um, uh, who do we have new this week? Dan yeah, Mullan did Dunfermline. He did. Uh, D- Donny McDonnie did Inverness. And so I got a, tagged actually this afternoon a, in a, in one as well. A, uh, a cheeky wee twenty miler. Donny did. Good on you, Matt. And uh, also we had one from martin butcher who ran who runs in um he's a ph racing guy and he ran basically his he did it in crombie fife which is a, a village and he's basically done up and down like the main street so we'll give you that he's actually done it as part of a marathon and he's part of this bonkers group of people who are doing like bat marathons when I mean, he's done a marathon here right and it's the distance of his street is 200 meters <laughs> he's I not mean, what on earth are you doing, guys? <laughs> Honestly, like you do realize that you're allowed to run as far as you want right now. Uh, I love it. Maybe, maybe we need people to tell us why you, you're doing it. You know, yeah. around your garden, around your street. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just a good thing to do. Maybe there's nowhere else. Maybe everywhere else is busy. Maybe they're trying to stay at home. Literally, almost stay at home. But hey, maybe yeah. Right. Anyway, so. Keep up the city limits coming. We're looking. Hopefully, we can continue to keep running. We don't want any of this nonsense rumors about um, exercise bans. So keep, um, yeah, keep keep them coming. Keep getting out. Keep them coming, folks. Now, the last thing I want to chat about is: Do we have a TRS run of the week, or is there nothing happening there? What? Who's there? Uh, do we have TRS run of the week? Do you know? What? I'm going to give TRS run of the week to the collective Harrys. Oh, this is the first. Kudos to the Harrys. You know, as a man who who used to wear the the emerald green, I tip my cap to the Harrys for creating a bit of banter over the weekend. It was good fun. So well done. Who was the event organizer? Was it Matthew Daly? Was he organizing it? I don't was know. It? Was it Matt? Oh, very I don't good. know if it was. Well, I would get, let, well done, let, Matt. If it was you. Let's give it to the Harrys generally. Well done, Harrys, for organizing that fantastic event and keeping exactly. keeping Your everyone's virtual. spirits high. Yeah? Your virtual prize will be in the post. <laughs> the virtual TRS runners of the week. Exactly, bravo. Yeah. So Kyle, what have you got on this week? I can't say there's much happened. Like you know, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll abide by the the government guidelines and head out for my once a day. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll look, you know, spend lots of family time. Um, you know, do bits and bobs around the house. Uh, other than that, not much, you know. Do do all the things that I've been holding off for months, you know, um, work related, personal related, and and just get things all back in order. It's a perfect opportunity, and yeah, um, yeah I think try and find a PlayStation Four. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, well, if you get a PlayStation Four, download Call of Duty Warzone and give me a shout. I'll, I'll do that. 
Absolutely. And the other reason I've managed to um, convince Debbie to get me a place, well, for me to buy a PlayStation 4, Disney Plus, we don't get it on our TV, so she has to do it via an internet browser. Ah, that's a pain. I've got to say, yeah, we've been watching, we're, we're fortunate we can get Disney Plus on the screen. So, anyway, actually, on that note to listeners, if any, any listeners who, who want to line up a game with me and Kyle once he gets to PS4, get in touch. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's get a TRS gaming community. <laughs> yeah. Let's give the listeners what... Exactly. So, uh, Tom, are you, what are you up to then? Have you got anything else happening? This week, uh, we've got a, we've got a couple of quiz. We've got a junior quiz night. We're running a the club are running a quiz for the juniors on Tuesday nights, which is usually a training night. That's been that's been really good fun. So, me and two of the coaches have been running that, which is good. So that'll, that's tomorrow, and then on Friday night we've got a club quiz for the adults, which will be good. And uh, yeah, and then obviously I've got I'm at. Do you know what? I'm cooking a lot. I'm really enjoying, you know. Obviously, supermarket dependent, getting hold of recipes. But tonight, I've got a. I can smell it right now. I put some beef olives on just <laughs> earlier, so I can. I'm nice. Beautiful smell coming through there. So I'm really. Fiona's been baking, and I've been uh, cooking up, eating our cupcakes, and I'm cooking up and uh, curries and various other dishes. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying having a bit more time to cook actually. Um, Fantastic. So yeah, that's pretty yeah. much the plan for the week. Just uh, eat and drink more. Brilliant. I like the sound of that. Well, as always, folks, uh, well, before we go, we are going to be prepping for episode 100, so we will keep in touch with, with the listeners and we'll, um, we'll let you know when it's going to be happening. And, uh, yeah, join us for episode 100 next week. Yeah, and if, if you do want to contact us before or afterwards at any time, feel free to uh, email us at tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on our website, uh, Fantastic website made by Leo Connor, tartanrunningshorts.com, uh, Facebook page, Tartan Running Shorts, and we have a Twitter handle, at Tartan Shorts. So. And also, like I said before, if you're listening, it's free to you guys, but we do appreciate if you review us, like us, um, and uh, rate us highly, because it does give us uh, a lot more street cred in the world of podcasting. And I do see that we uh, we made the Apple the, the Apple Sporting Podcast charts, Tom. We Did got we? to... I think we got to 132nd or something. I don't know what we are now, but we were that. We were 132nd a couple of weeks ago, eh? So there you go, folks. Uh, keep the listen, keep the ratings coming in, and keep listening to our ramblings, and we'll get to that top 100 before you know it. That'd be amazing. Fantastic. Right. On that note, folks, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week for episode 100. Bye.